Welcome to the Asking for Myself podcast with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Now, you've probably seen the asking for a friend phrase, and that phrase usually would be shown after a sarcastic or an embarrassing comment. Well, in this space, for this podcast, there are no embarrassing questions. So you get to ask those candid questions about life and relationships. Hi, people. So thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. I have the lovely Simone here with me, <laughs> and her bio is just really impressive, right? She's a gerontologist and Mar- managing director of the Global Senior Care Institute Limited, and she just has a wealth of experience and educational background in the area of senior care, you know, gerontology. She provides, um, you know, services that include consultations, geriatric nursing courses, family training sessions for elderly care, home caregiver services, mental health counseling, you know, and it goes on and on. So I'm so happy to have you here, Simone, with us to share with my listeners on something that's really really, um, I would say timely. It's something that is facing millennials currently. And it is known as the sandwich generation. So Simone, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Benjamin, for having me. Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all your listeners. Yes, thank you. Happy New Year (laughs) to you as well. Yes. So, um, you know, again, it's so, I'm so happy to have you here to share on this. I think because it kind of, you know, relates to me as well. I think I'm in the sandwich generation. And so what is it though? I think you're the first person I've ever heard about this sandwich generation from. What is it exactly? Okay. Well, you know, the sandwich generation really is a term that we use in the field of gerontology to describe women. Um, well, often oh. we've added men um, in their 30s and 40s who were basically mm-hmm. sandwiched uh, between children and their aging parents Ooh. and, um, you know, providing care as a primary caregiver without the use of professional um nursing services or or geriatric services so basically they're doing this all by themselves um this term came about in the early 80s i believe um through Uh a social worker um i think she was the first to uh use that term or coined Uh that term dorothy miller she realized that there was a particular age group where people were just struggling to care for their children and care for the aging parents all by themselves Mm -hmm. no yes it's really fascinating right wow that's that's really amazing so you mentioned that this term is particularly for those persons who don't have um, professional help so for example they're not using maybe a nursing home or a senior um you know, housing and stuff like that? Yes, correct. So basically, no, the the, the demographics between the the sand 
which generation, sorry, to mm -hmm. understand the demographics, we have had to alter the term. Um, as I said, it was coined early in the 1980s, but we've had mm -hmm. to alter it a bit because we noticed that, uh, you know, things are changing, especially with the demographics. Mm -hmm. So we have like the, the traditional um, sandwich generation and these people, mm -hmm. these adults, uh, typically like sandwich between their elderly parents, as I said, and their children. Mm -hmm. Right? right then you have the club sandwich generation I, I know it sounds funny but it's not a meal ah. <laughs> and it's where you have older adults now in their 50s and 60s who actually wedge between their aging parents and grandchildren and wow. then you have, yeah so it's actually it's becoming so commonplace right now that it's now in the dictionary if you search in the webster dictionary i think you could find that right right and so they're not using the they're not utilizing professional services they're basically juggling um between themselves and the kids so they're having like the kids or the grandkids who are able to fill in the role when they're not there like see about granny until i come back mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing so they're basically juggling the whole um, aspect of geriatric care without the use of proper intervention wow and i could imagine how you know that could be taxing on the resources on one's time on one's you know finances because it's like if you're working full time mm -hmm. and you, you know, how, how does time off come into play? Like if you have doctor's right. appointments or making sure right. that persons are you know, taking their medication, that kind of thing, or that's your children. Well, there are so many stresses that are attached to that particular, right. um, you know, that particular secular of people because caregiver burnout is real and it is hard. Yes. And that burnout, it, with that burnout, we now have those feelings of depression. You have guilt, you have isolation because, you know, it's not all the time you can rely on family members. And some people don't yes. like to rely on family members. Mm -hmm. um, you have issues finding time to be a good spouse because sometimes you're okay for your parents but you're married and you have your own kids so how mm -hmm. are you building that bond between your spouse um, with your spouse and building that family time with your kids when you have your mm -hmm. parents without feeling guilty that you're neglecting them yes people have the, the trouble you know managing their work and their hobbies and relationship and time for themselves which is the most common stressor that i encounter a lot mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. I think you, I heard the word guilt, guilt, guilt. And that really stuck with me because yes. I think even with my own practice and at one point dealing with persons who are living with cancer and their family members, you right. know, when you're the one who is quote unquote healthy, you, you feel guilty about complaining yes. or, or feeling stressed. You feel like, no, I shouldn't complain. I'm here for my family member or I shouldn't be thinking about myself and being selfish. You know, you have those kind of self, those thoughts go floating yeah. around in your mind. That's so like, true. what can you, how can they cope? Like, what would you recommend or suggest to people who are within this sandwich generation or club sandwich generation? How do they manage the guilt and, and their own personal well-being? Managing guilt, first of all, for you to manage it, you have to recognize that you're having um, emotional issues. And right. guilt actually comes from psychological, well, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but guilt yeah. usually comes from psychological issues and um, oh. our emotional is, issues simultaneously. And right. they will, they're actually struggling, being pulled in different directions. But first, they actually have to um, figure out 
what emotion they have to pinpoint what is the emotion that they're actually struggling with because mm-hmm. in my last podcast i would have shared different emotions that people would experience on a daily basis especially when right. you're for your aging parent now there's the aspect where you have your aging parent caring for and they're not really dependent on you because we know we have active boomers so mm-hmm. they move and go and shake and do all the things that they can do for themselves <laughs> really you know interfering with your daily life but right. speaking about the parents now who are dependent on you the sick parent the one with dementia yeah. the one with alzheimer's or the one with cancer as you said and they're yeah. really relying on you then we have to figure out okay what emotions are coming into play based on the role that you are playing in that person's life so ah. for example if i'm caring for that parent with dementia i know it will be taxing for me and it'll be a stress of they mm-hmm. have a lot of things going on that I have to attend to. You see, so it is really based on the emotion or what exactly the the person in the sandwich generation is dealing with with that particular person. Um, right. So yeah. it sounds like it might be helpful to recognize that you know you don't need to do this alone. Yes, you do. You can access help. You can, and you should, you should, there are, Mm -hmm. now I know, as I said, the the emotion of guilt, a lot of people, um, I've heard it a lot of times, even with the students who I train, will say, you know what, Miss, I don't think people should put their parents in nursing homes, I said, Mm -hmm. we cannot dictate another person's situation, and we not, we ought not to do that, but first you need to do is is sort of seek out support groups or or seek additional help in making a decision. If you have siblings, you talk to your siblings, right? Um, Just speaking alone is a great coping strategy. Talk Mm -hmm. to your siblings, talk it out, include the family in the mode of care, whatever mode you choose to use. And once you do that, then it's easier for you to figure out things from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that we're not telling people because I think even culturally, there's this yes. stigma towards putting your, you know, don't, yes. you don't put your mother or your parents in a nursing home. You need to take care of them. Right. You know, there's this stigma towards it, like you don't care about your family member. But you, we also need to remember we need to take care of ourselves, and if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't take exactly. care of anybody else. Exactly. So I love that we're not advocating for nursing homes or we're not advocating no, against. We're, not. we're just saying, you know, People it's important to for you to, mm-hmm. yeah, have, have the conversation with your family members and yes. there are alternatives. So as opposed to just having a nursing home, you're there 24 seven, there are right. alternatives, maybe having a caregiver come in and that kind of thing. So yes, there are so many right options. Definitely. Now, do you, Simone and your company, do you consult is this part of the consultation process where if a someone from the sandwich generation comes and they're like hey you know i am trying to manage my own situation I, i'm right. trying to manage my job i have children that i'm thinking about but then my my parent and maybe even my grandparent mm-hmm. right so it's like it's just like club upon club depending on how long people live right correct because any way you look at it if you look at it objectively any way that you look at it you actually will be part of that generation eventually Mm -hmm. because as your parents 
age once they are living and you are living and you have your own kids eventually you will become part of that generation yeah. um, the millennials will become part of that generation even eventually i think um you know and and so that is part of my consultation services where i would mm, give nice. different options um usually available if you want to go to the route of either private care or even if you want to go through public assistance i i think yeah you know right. Government has little certain programs in place, and and we try to guide persons um, accordingly based on the different um, situations they would put to me. I, mm -hmm. I would work with them to see how best we could get care ultimately for them and their aging parent. Nice, yeah. nice. Do you? Well, I know this is probably a little outside of your scope, but what about mm -hmm. like the children part of it as well? Um, are you able to help people link? Um, to the services that might be able to help their children? Because I think children might be part of the sandwich generation as well. Or do you just focus on the elderly part? Well, my as, my, as a gerontologist, I'm really, really engulfed in senior care. Um, Makes sense. We do have services. <laughs> we do have services for, um, well, consultations, again, and the counseling with our psychologist who nice. is the person, you know, I can deal with the parent and I can deal with the aging parent, but the children, that is really not my area of expertise. But we do have people in the company that could work with the children if need if needed you know i love that i love that so even though you're not doing it you have persons within your company to be yes. able to provide assistance maybe make referrals so that's awesome yeah. so it sounds like you know sandwich generation it's people covered. Yeah, you're covered <laughs> you are not alone and you're not going to be judged it no. is something that's real and many persons are experiencing it and there is help there's yes. a way out and I, I think it's pretty cool now because I don't know if this was present like last 50 maybe 60 years right. and, and perhaps because people wouldn't live in that long perhaps yes yes yeah. and there's a lot of things we have to take into consideration now that people are living so much longer and so right. I think with all the um the effort that the scientists and everybody else has put into um this aging thing where people can age gracefully and live longer mm -hmm. live a fuller life yes. I don't think that they actually understood when these parents are living a longer life which is not a bad right. thing by the way um, yeah. our children and grandchildren we still have to deal with with um, caring for them again, which is not a bad thing, but I don't yeah. think that um, things systems are putting place um, ah. on the other end of the stick to say, okay, well, now we have these adults that are, you know, dealing with their aging parents who are living longer. Yeah. What is in place for them, right? right. And so we have the support groups that we do like every second Friday. Nice. Um, yeah, so we have those support groups, very small groups. We do it virtually as well. And mm -hmm. we try to encourage people. It's 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 judgment free. Even if you feel like you hate what you're doing, you can say you hate <laughs> yeah. what you're doing um at that point in time without people looking at you like, Oh, how could you do say such a thing? But yeah. you know, it's real, it's life, and this is what we have to we have to face it head on. Yes, I love that. So yeah. you have the resources there. There's consultation. There's the support group that you can access both in person and online. So Correct. no matter where you are in this in the in the world, if you're listening yes. to this and you need support, you could definitely reach out to Simone. So yeah. as we're wrapping up, you know, any advice, any you know, what any last words for someone who might be listening to this, who might be a part of the sandwich generation, right. or who may know someone who 
is a part of the silent generation? My advice and my, my very first, uh, you know, to everyone I encounter, the very mm-hmm. first words are be kind to yourself. Don't mm. come, you know, beating up yourself over things that you possibly don't have any control over. Be kind to yourself and, you know, I, I like to encourage people to meditate as well because it's sort of help in the direction of where you really want to go. Um, mm-hmm. Most times when you're flustered, we make bad decisions. Ah. We, make, we make moral decisions, mm-hmm. and not psycholo- proper psychological decisions. And, and, and when sometimes when we tend to make moral decisions, we end up getting the short end of the stick. Right. I'm not saying it's wrong to be to be to have morals and values. It's just that, you know, you need to be kind to yourself first and actually pay attention to the type of care that you're giving the person. I want persons who are listening to mm-hmm. understand that this is not a sprint. This is mm. caring for your parents is not a sprint. It's not from, you know, it's a, a marathon, literally. Mm-hmm. And you need all the help that you can get. So seek support and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, be kind to yourself. Nice. Thank you so much for that wonderful advice. So listen to that. Be kind to yourself. You can't pour from an empty empty cup. cup. You can't give what you don't have. So Mm -hmm. how can we reach you if we've listened to this podcast and want to reach out to you for some advice, some recommendations, some consult? How can we reach you? Well, uh, you can contact me. I have my social media pages, um, Mm -hmm. Simone B on Instagram and on uh, LinkedIn. Of course, Mm -hmm. if you reach the Institute itself for training courses or family courses or anything like that, the Global Senior Care Institute is on Facebook and Instagram. Nice. And you also can, um, you know, you can call, um, but you can get that information on the webpage. So you can just visit us on Facebook and actually mm-hmm. leave a message and somebody from the office will return your call and set up an appointment. It's really simple to get to us. Nice. And you work with persons globally, so it's not limited to location. People from anywhere could call and reach you. Anywhere. Nice. And yeah. I'll also leave your contact information in the description of the podcast so that people yeah. could actually see that Excellent. as well. So Simone, thank you so much for a wonderful interview. Thank you for just enriching our lives. I I feel more prepared for right. the task ahead. <laughs> and um I'm I'm definitely grateful for you sharing your expertise today. Thank so, you, Dr. Benjamin. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course, of course. So take care, everyone, and bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That brings us to the end of another episode of Asking for Myself with Dr. Crystal Benjamin. Hey, thank you for listening, and we would love to hear from you. So on your way out, please leave us a comment. Cheers.